0: HIMSELF. HOW ARE YOU GUYS? FIRST OF ALL, I WANT TO APOLOGIZE. I DID SAY MURDER AND KILLING WHEN I WAS ON THE TOP TABLE. I WANT TO APOLOGIZE ABOUT THAT. I DIDN'T REALLY MEAN IT LIKE THAT BECAUSE THERE'S PEOPLE OUT THERE GETTING MURDERED AND BEING KILLED FOR NO REASON, SO I WANT TO APOLOGIZE 100% AND I'M SO SORRY FOR SAYING
1: THOSE WORDS. NOW, WE APOLOGIZE. WHAT'S ON? Well, do you, do, what you mean, though, was, was a lamb to the slaughter, wasn't it? That was the analogy, really, no?
0: Yeah, lamb to the slaughter, you know,
1: bad, you're going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, no, but listen, it's it's metaphorical. You don't want to do that to anyone in the ring, really. No, 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 you, no, no, no. But no. you've got bad intentions, Derek. You're a good man trying to be bad, or are you a bad man trying to be good? I'm both.
2: <laughs> He's an enig- that is true. He's an enigma. It He's an true. absolute I enigma. I am both, I
1: am both, I am both. Can I ask you a question?
0: Go on, of course you
2: can. Bring. Why are you guys always smiling? Why are we always smiling? Yeah. Well, because we love to see you. We love to see you. Yeah, I was saying we love you need to, to see you. give me it. something you on, man.
0: You're always smiling. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you stop <still> smiling now?
1: <laughs> I know because you're worrying me now. no, we were we were waiting. Thankfully they got rid of the little guys who are Are they headlining the little guys still or not?
2: Oh he's trying to dig you up. <laughs> Do
1: you know what yeah this is why I posted
0: you can't trust anybody you go for a drink with somebody they go a knife in your head, in the back you know you know Eddie Eddie Eddie's two-faced you know he's how he's, he's Eddie's just Eddie. You know, he's in it for the Eddie business. He's not in it for any other fighters.
2: But did he, did he, did he line your pocket up nicely? Did he hit you up with some, a top-up of the old, uh, the I old think cash? I,
0: I, think, I think the Sowlands and Eddie, they're going to line up my pockets very good. If they don't, I come and collect. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, ta-
1: let's talk business. Yeah. Um, it it is exactly a tough fight. He has got the equaliser in his hands. He's uh-huh. a genuine live opponent. But you have looked better and better than you've ever looked in your career. Yes, you
0: know, they say wine tastes much better as they age. Ooh. So, uh, what can I say? I
2: love it. Analogies, metaphors. All right, let me ask you this. Obviously, you stood face to face with him. I think one of the things you said, my, my pristine lip reading was, freaking heck, he's a big guy, he's tall. He's a big guy.
0: <laughs> David's a big guy. I was looking at his tits. And the guy was looking on top of my, right on top of my head here. I'm like, well, he must be like, what the hell? He's a big guy. You know, but you know what? Come Saturday, when we're ready to rock and roll,
1: don't matter how big he is, man. He going down. Because Joseph Parker, you believe, is running scared. Didn't fancy this.
0: I don't know what's up with Joseph. You know, Joseph Parker's in Vegas, enjoying life with Floyd, (laughs) with with, with, uh, with the rest of the true real champions. You know, uh, you see him taking pictures in the nightclub with Floyd Mayweather, but Floyd is a champion. Floyd is a beast. You know, nobody can take anything away from Floyd. You know, Floyd is a beast. He's beaten everybody in the division. Mm. He's trained hard. He never came up with excuses. And then he wants to rub shoulders with the greatest fighter of the world in the world. He can't be rubbing shoulders with him if he's ducking me out, saying spider bite. But with, with David Price in this fight. Um,
1: heavyweight. Oh, can hear make more funny, of it. Yeah. some on, yeah, go, yeah, yeah go on. On.
0: Joseph Parker sent me a message, yeah.
1: <laughs> me bring the camera in to see One this. second, let
0: me find it, let me <laughs> I didn't even save his number, to be honest. Don't look at my message. <laughs> <Just say. laughs> <laughs> don't look at my message, you silly bugger. Where is Joseph? Actually, no, let me see. There's a lot me. of interesting... Is that one from Boris Johnson there? Is <laughs> it Bo- Bo- Boris, Boris Johnson? Boris is here as well. <laughs> you know, all, all, the, all, all the greatest are in here. I can't even... F- Where is he? Send me a stupid message. was How are you feeling? One second.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told so you it's from a jar. Anything, comment. anything can happen. Whoa,
0: <laughs> Put my money back. <laughs> <laughs> One second, I have to show this to you now. I have to show it to you. Where is it? I can't see it, because I didn't save his what number. Day,
2: what day was it? When did he send it?
0: Uh, he sent it a couple of days ago. This is Saturday. Uh, There's about
1: 100 people waiting to
0: interview oh, Derek, Derek right there. now. Of course, he's oh, looking for a message he cannot find, there, find yeah. on his WhatsApp. Yeah, Who what the fuck is Joseph Parker? Let's go on Instagram stories. If I can't find it, I'm going to look like a schmuck, don't I?
1: <laughs> it's
0: going to be a very, very long interview. Yeah, well, no, it's all right. It's all right. We, we can get it. We can get it, we can get it. We'll just
2: go into um we go up top yeah? Search. Yeah, just just type him in there, what's we'll it? Yeah, Yeah, there we are.
0: There we go. Let's, let's have a look at this message. He goes to me, how you feeling bro? Let's see if we got a message for him then. I ain't your fucking bro. Make me miss out on some good paydays. And he said, "Send me your number, so I send him my number."
1: You know? You,
2: you, you sent him a picture with a spider as well. a Little <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> spider in me. <laughs> Look at
1: this. Look at <laughs> it's this. Been, spider been them. What's your number, bro? Keep it in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So so, you're looking for a statement knockout on Saturday night. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Nico's bothering me. She wants me to come. Fellas, love you. Catch you later. J- J- Thanks very much. Journey
2: continues.
1: <laughs> War. Chisora. Oh, listen,
2: like I said, you have no idea what's going to happen when you got Derek in the building. We love him. We we'll See him on Saturday night. I'm sure it's going to be an absolute barnstorm. Absolutely.
4: What's going on? Huh? Do
5: you not like me anymore?
4: What, what, what?
5: I was interviewing you and Matt
4: together. No, you
5: won't. Oh. No, no. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not uh, go there. Nothing. Oh,
4: nothing. you see, you're getting on political. Dragging me. Never talk sex, politics, or religion. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alright,
5: no, So four minutes in, yeah, and you're like, oh, I've yep. got to go get my bag yeah, but listen, is, uh, the
4: problem is this. My bags, my, my life, this week's life of clothes were in my bag, I thought, my bag's over there, I'm in East London, Now I'm not saying, I'm not being judgmental, but I just wanted my clothes because I couldn't see them, so when I went, things got moved, and some more important things happened, like my clothes and
5: stuff. You told me it was just a pair of hot pants in your bag.
4: Your oh, you're good, he's teaching you good! You're on fire! <laughs> How you doing man? You good?
5: i am alright, can we talk some boxing? Yeah, let's roll, let's <laughs> roll boxing. Sugar,
4: Let's roll. let's get away from my viewers where it's a bit quieter.
5: What have you made of uh, Devin Haney becoming world champion?
4: Youngest world, he's the youngest current world champion now, isn't he?
5: Yeah but he fought for an interim title six weeks ago and he has been elevated to world champion because Loman's yeah, s- franchise.
4: You see, and I think even as a fighter, even though officially that's the that's the status given, you wanna you wanna win something like that in the ring with your hand up and announce then. So even though he appreciates it, Devin Haney. You know, we'll find out how, how right that decision was uh, in his next fight, in his in, you know next couple of defences and he'll dominate that to say, look, this has really happened. I can't remember, there's a fighter that was elevated to, to world champion, McDonnell, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. and he was uh, he didn't actually feel as though he won it in the ring until he actually defended it, and he said, now I feel like world champion. Um, and th- I think Devin Haney's probably in the same position.
5: Someone like Haney, I mean, he was bound to win a world championship anyway. Man,
4: you can't really say that, you know, because, what, uh, because it's... No? it's because what happens is, in our sport, because people think if, if everybody says it enough, it's true. You know, this guy's brilliant, this guy's unbelievable, this guy's XYZ, and all of a sudden he gets turned over. Ah, oh, well, he couldn't do this. So, so the only way you can prove things like that is fighters have to do it themselves in the ring. It's not what you and I say. It's them getting in the ring. Look, I, I'm themselves.
5: agreeing with you. I, I think if I was in that position, talented talent of Devin Haney is, I wouldn't want to win a world title like that. Especially with Devon, I'm saying there's a strong chance he would have won a World yeah, title yeah, in the exactly, ring. So I, I'm saying, yeah. from a, and fans yeah, but, are upset about now, this. But
4: now you're giving critics a chance to say, yeah, really? You know, and, and as a ex-fighter, I, I would have preferred, I wouldn't have turned it down, obviously, but I know that feeling of euphoria, I would have, I would have wanted to win it in the ring uh, and not get it via a phone call, oh, you're being elevated to world champion. Mm. Don't feel the same.
5: Do think it's a bit strange, Lomachenko's had one fight under the WBC, which has been sanctioned by them, which is the Luke Campbell fight, and now he's the franchise champion. Yeah. Whatever that means.
4: <laughs> you see, unfortunately the governing bodies, they dilute and convolute so, so they rules so much it confuses even the people that are supposed to know about the sport. Uh, and Lomachenko, yeah, we know he's a talented individual, um, uh, but again, I'd want to be as a fighter, you just want to pull these things up, pull these victories off in the ring, and say, well, this is me, this is done. There's only a handful of world champions out there that actually believe they are the best in the world, and pe- I keep saying that, people that are not actually really here understand what I'm saying. You know, you've got guys that are probably WBC, WBO champion, and I think, well, I, I, I'm the best when I can be XYZ. When I was champion, I believed I was the best cruiserweight in the world. Mm-hmm. I, at WBC, IBF, I believed I could beat all of them. And so I really believed it. If you go to the other champions and ask them, do you think you're the best in the world? Tyson Fury thinks he's the best in the world.
5: This is an interesting point. Do you not? You know, like this whole lineal thing. Yeah. People try and downplay it. Some people say it's really important. Does it not make it now more significant? If you're the lineal champion, yeah. then you're the man, surely. Yeah,
4: yeah you are the man, but because there's so many belts flying yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and and the <laughs> thing is, that I don't know if it's a chance for the golden bodies to still make extra revenue uh, outside of the champion. But again, it just. Will complain. Uh, it dilutes the sport. It dilutes the the understanding of, of, of the, the governing body. Uh, but unfortunately, these are businesses. These are the, the governing body. Want to make money as well as uh, run the history of that 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 that, uh, that's, that relevant plate. Um, so I do get it, but again, I'll go back to it again, the fighters always want to do this in the ring. It doesn't matter what he said out that, that there. And Tyson Fury, as far as he's concerned, he's done it in the ring, so he doesn't need the nod at the WBC, WBA, IBF, WBO to say you're the best in the world. Mm. He believes he's the best in the world, regardless if you're, I think, otherwise. Mm. He believes he's the best, mm. uh, and that's the difference.
5: I'm sure Devin would uh, know, want to beat legitimate opponents and then kind of like, it's no fault of Devin what's happened here. Already, really. It's not not their fault. It's it's a rule by the WBC, which has not gone down great, shall we say. Uh, So it's no fault of Devon, he's just a young man who's got nothing to do with this, really. Um, So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think there's too many belts flying around. I think that's fair. So you can see why Dana White, who wants to come into boxing, doesn't want to work with the sanctioning bodies now, whether that's practical... I love
4: that. I love that. And and, and that's hmm. what I'm saying. In our sport, we shoot ourselves in the foot because if you want to get that crossover appeal, look at something like uh, Anthony Joshua. He's one of those fighters that has that crossover appeal where your grandma, granny who knows nothing about boxing thinks, mm. oh, he's a lovely fighter, lovely lad. And you want to watch him, he's got that crossover appeal and that's why he's getting corporate investment and sponsorship uh, because he's, he's, he's giving a, a front, an impression of our sport being so nice or so, so good, so clean or whatever. Uh, but then when the governing bodies start juggling all these different belts into it. You're confusing people like not that are into sport. If you went to someone in the street and said who's the heavyweight champion of the world that wasn't into boxing, they'd be like uh, uh, er is not a lad that beat Anton Joshua. No no it's that other lad from America. You're confusing people, you need Do you need people to say yes, he's the champion of the world. She's the best fighter in the world and that's that's they don't do themselves any favour. Until they're put in a position where they've got to do something about it, you know that's, uh, that's going to be the case. Uh, Andy, Andy, you've got, you got a couple of minutes, just haven't
5: Get your take on it as well, uh, talking about Devin Haney being world champion now and LOMA being moved to franchise. Now for me it's confusing, if LOMA fights the winner of Comi Lopez, is he undisputed? Is, is, is Haney the champion? Like, what's your take on uh, WBC's decision?
6: I think with something like this, the, the only thing you can really do, is the only thing the fans can really do is just refuse to accept this WBC franchise champion status and just everybody still recognise Lomachenko as being the WBC champion. I do the rankings and, the, and the, that kind of profile for Sky, so we'll put up on the screen who the WBC champion is and, and we'll do it on Saturday because we've got Bird Selby which is a lightweight fight and, and, and Vasily Lomachenko will be named as the mm-hmm. WBC champion according to our records because he is.
5: And Haney's just in for him?
6: yeah i mean i think that's all you can
4: yeah. do well that's exactly what i said the whole point with with fighters is and haney even regardless of him being given that nod on paper he'll want to achieve something like that in the ring yeah you know no fighter is like he's going to be jumping for joy and dropping to his knees crying when he gets a call saying you've been elevated to world champion don't worry about that and he's right you know we've just got to try and blanketly ignore it let him let him try and Baffle you with science. Ignore it and say, "Look, this guy won this fight in the ring, got this done. He's the one that you want to be looking at." Because
6: mm. nobody actually, with the greatest of respect to Jamal Charlo, no one actually thinks mm. Charlo is WBC middleweight champion, do they? No. It's, it's Canelo, and, and that's just that's how it has to be, and, and it just make, it makes things very messy and, and, and irritating. And I know the wb have, BA have the super champion and the regular champion, but you take this fight with Gray Taylor. No one's under any illusion that Regis Progre is the WBA champion. Mario Barrios won the regular title, mm-hmm. and well done to him for that. Seriously, that sounded really patronising. But Progre's the champion, we all know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, an but. Yeah, it's a non-satisfactory
4: situation.
5: Yeah, and I said to Johnny, you can see why Dana White, who wants to come to boxing, doesn't want to work with these sanctuary bodies. I said to him, well, that's practical. It's going to work as a different thing. But Dana White
4: doesn't. could bring something New to the sport, to say right, you know. And, and at the end of the day, the eyes will be on his part because I think people think, you know what, this guy's no nonsense. This guy's saying, look, I haven't got three, four, five different champions, and it'll get to the point where the respect for the other governing bodies will slowly but surely dwindle and disappear. Not just by the public, but by the TV companies. And once the TV company starts to say no. Unfortunately not accepting that this is where, the line we're going to go down, that's when they might start doing something about it. Well, that's,
6: P- PBC are trying to do that aren't they? Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do with Fox is to get to a position where they can just have a kind of PBC champion yeah. if you like. You look at the welterweights, they've got all of them apart from Crawford. <laughs>
5: they don't even put Crawford in their list. Right,
6: and they, they didn't put <laughs> Callum Smith in their list at one point either and you could see that that's why, it's quite a Fox thing to do, but it's, you could see that, that was what they, yeah. that's yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah.
5: We don't want that, we don't want Dizone champions, we don't want FOX champions, we don't want, we want
4: What we want is the, the mess to be tidying up yeah. and, f- and, and that's, that's, that's what we want. And uh, if somebody's out there doing that, then a White might go out there and try and do that. Uh, Al try might be trying to do that. Then then at least we get some we get some, some clarity.
5: Why don't you get yourself involved? Sort everything uh, out.
4: Nah, unfortunately I think this, if, if you're going to be in a nest of vipers, you've got to be able to bite my friend. And <laughs> I can bite that hard.
5: Okay, just the last one. Uh, news on Dylan White today. Yeah. Uh, UK said if he's, well oh, sorry, WBC said if UCAD clear him, um, he will be mandatory for Deontay Wilder. But after, all well, fights Wilder and Tyson Fury and Wilder have a trilogy, if that happens, so he could be looking at. Funny
4: thing was, we were before this news came out, we we're having a conversation about Dylan White's uh, situation, and uh, and again, uh, it's a case of Dylan White's kept his dignity, kept kept his cool. Uh, Kept his head up and got on with the job, Uh, there were other rumors around that fight involving both fighters that haven't come out yet, Uh, I think once that has been cleared up, uh, Dylan White's been living on a promise for the last three years, yeah after this fight, after this fight, so I actually, the problem is Dylan White, I I just get on with it, get on with the job, Uh, as far as he's concerned, uh, he's done nothing wrong and um and i think it's it's defamation of character that's probably done him more than anything else and that's what that's probably why he's gonna in the to go to court I, I tell you one thing that interview will be riveting when he eventually eventually sits down to talk him, too, to yeah you yeah. cool get out of it uh but that'll be interesting that interview when he, he gives it but
5: if he hasn't done anything wrong which we think is the case is right <laughs> so he's got to wait till practically 2020, December, even maybe 2021 to get that shot at Eva Fury Wilder, that's not right, is it?
4: But it's not been right for him for the past three years. That's what I'm saying, You've, you just think, Jesus, now get a man a and break. And, and, and it's not just down to the, the, the governing bodies, it's down to the fighters. You know, if Deontay Wilder is is, is is king of the hill and believes he's the best in the world, why not just, you know, shut him up? He did it with Ortiz, he took a fight on that, nobody wanted with Ortiz, why not do it with, with why? Why not? You know, so it's up to the fighters. Saying, no, no, no. You know what? Mayweather got to a stage where he was bigger than the belts themselves. Mm-hmm. Very few fighters have done that, and he did the fights. well I don't care. You know, I'm fighting this guy. I'll still get the review. I'm not going to give you my sanctioning fee because you know I'm doing it my mm-hmm. way. Uh, Wild is in a position to do that. Uh, Fury is in a position to do that, uh, and whoever does that, they will go up. Uh, in, in everybody's estimation. I think Wilder were flooping my estimation when he took on Ortiz the first time. Everyone. I went, yes, sir, respect to that. You know, he's taken a fight that, that nobody wanted. Mm. Um, do it again.
5: I mean, no one's going to be complaining if we have two more Wilder Fury fights, right? But from just a, a Dylan White perspective, that must be hella frustrating. Yeah. But as you said, he's had it for so long yeah, now. He's had it for so it's long, not so, so we new. can
4: complain about what's happening to him. But, and this is probably convenient to everybody else, uh, this 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 pause in his in his uh, in his career uh, but it's just it's just excuse my french it's a shit situation
5: all right johnny nelson thanks for staying with me this time I'll stay with you Where's I'll, your bag i was going to give you the slip actually <laughs>
4: when Annie came in yeah, I that. <laughs> cheers mate, mate? thank bit? you see you later
7: That uh, oh no, let's just go. leave that for another day, right? No, <laughs> <There
5: you go. laughs> <laughs> my I'm IFL TV MTK Global joined by British cruiserweight champ. Whoa, no, <laughs>
3: yes, well done, well done. <laughs> no, no, no,
5: I've got it, I, I'm no. so used to that. Joined mm. by a man bidding to become European champion on Saturday night, uh, against Evan Garbo. he's right there.
3: He's very small, right. That's weight, isn't he? yeah, he's short, but he's quite stocky, mm.
5: yeah, no, yeah, field wise, he's uh, mm. got a good frame, but yeah, in terms of height, uh, he's small. Uh,
3: how you feeling? All good. Yeah, normal. Like it's quite the same now. Do you know What I'm saying, like I've done this a few times, you know, like fighting champions and stuff like that. So I'm calm. I slept like a baby last night, which was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I to just be good one more night, and then I'm um, in and then yeah, we go to work on not, Saturday.
5: Not feel a little bit different because there's a European title on the line.
3: No, it's generally the same. It's just at the end of the day, I'm gonna get in the ring. He's gonna be there, pumped, thinking it's his time, and I'm gonna win, and then just gonna keep it moving you know what I mean mm. like the interview done with Sky actually uh, I haven't watched house. it back I did not like the title but so I didn't watch it what was the title was like, um something like about Dylan White but it was still I had it was oh. good too, yeah I didn't remember the title
5: mm. though, yeah. what was it what was it you were
3: eating um different stuff jollof rice puff puff pound jam oh
5: I see AJ putting that on his staff all the time. Actually. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, come on, come in, man. But uh, you can't, you can't bring. In. You <laughs> no, can't not bring it. up. Can please bring <laughs> up. <laughs> Why does your brother become European champion Saturday night?
7: Um, because he's ready, and this is on the road to where we're heading, and this is just what has to be done on the road. I'm just gonna go for a, his- I'm gonna go for a history. I'm going for the history, kid. This is gonna be your 40th fight. A amateur, program. amateur, and professional. Um, within. So just how it went. Lawrence O'Colly, CYP champion as an amateur, European champion as an amateur, Olympian as an amateur, all in 26 fights. But before he became an Olympian, before a European champion, how many fights did you have? Mm, 23 to win it. Or no. 23 to win it. So before then. Lawrence still could have entered novice competitions, he oh, didn't.
3: 19 in the start of the tournament. Okay, so 19
7: yeah. at the start. He could have... If people who know amateur boxing know that it's st- he's still a novice and he could have entered novice competitions, done that Olympian, now as a professional, WBA continental in what, 8th fight? Commonwealth, ninth fight. British, 10th fight. Commonwealth again, 12th fight. Do you know what I mean? Spot about to be European champion in 14 fight and to add, he hasn't boxed for a vacant title. All these belts have been won off the champion. This is nothing new, and this is just what Lawrence does. He speaks it, and it happens. Do you know what I mean, and this is what's going to happen.
3: Good promoter, he is. Wow. Standing and just telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> he is to be fair. He is fair. All right, Lawrence. Wish you the best
5: of luck Saturday night. Thank so. you. In your challenge to become European champion. Anything uh, you wanna add?
3: I just wanna ask you a question. Um oh, stop pissing people off, mate. <laughs> yeah, ignore that, ignore that. Uh, yeah, anything you wanna add? No, just um, thank you for the support. Um Shame Shame McGugan's the best trainer um, I've ever I've ever seen. Um, he's he's really something man, changed my life, man. Okay. <laughs> Much
5: Omar um, I, I TV, MTK Global. I'm just making a conscious effort now to hold the camera high up whenever I interview you, um,
8: because sorry, mate. No, you Sorry. Yeah, I'm making
5: yeah. a conscious effort to hold it higher. Yeah, well it because up the, here, yeah, so. but because of the chins, man. You know, I'm
8: thinking about going vegan. Mm. What, health reasons, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, cholesterol's a little bit higher. You know, and then you sort of get to that age where it's like, right, you've got to bring your cholesterol down a little bit. I think I'm at like six point one or something like that. You need to get it like five. So you can take these statins, which my dad's taken for like four times. I don't really want to take them. Or you can just bring it down naturally. I was talking to Adam Booth about it. He's gone vegan, he brought his cholesterol like halved, so I think I can do it, you
1: know. Are you going to be one of them vegans? No, you know, actually,
8: let's just scrap this conversation. I don't think I'm going to turn vegan. I think I'm going to eat less meat. Because I don't think I can live without... I I, I said to myself, I'm going to go vegan this morning. And I had a really nice omelette, and then I realised that's not vegan, is it? So I think we'll just... Maybe slight vegetarian. And you know what as well? I just walked past a little outlet in the Canary Wharf Shopping Centre. I think it was called Farmer J. It's a vegan. I uh, don't say fast food, but lunch place. Mate, they were queuing out of this place for miles. So one, I might become a vegan, and two, I might also open a vegan fast food outlet. You, if
5: you go vegan, you're going to be like one of them that's having a <laughs> steak or like a roast dinner <laughs>
8: yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. I who's a killer? But I reckon I, could, I reckon, I think vegan's too much, but I reckon I could go without meat for a little bit. Maybe on a Sunday, I've got roast beef this Sunday. I know because I see that in the fridge. So it's not very vegan, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I'm thinking about it.
5: Eddie, Joshua Buatzi ill?
8: Um, yeah. Explain what's happening. Unfortunately, so uh, we got news of this early this week. Um, he had his tests, and I think uh, he's just he's gutted because obviously he was uh, fired up for the fight with Caparello. We'll reschedule that fight. Um, Martin Bacoli will replace him um, already, in talks with a couple of heavyweights. We want a proper fight for Bacoli. So he'll replace Boatsy and Boatsy will be rescheduled, depending on when he'll be ready. I guess now it'll be early next year. Um, he's gonna probably need three or four weeks out of the gym. Virus basically, uh, viral infection it sounds like. And, you know, it's, it's like one of those things with Joseph Parker, it's a frustrating one because probably next week, he'll feel fine, but he's missed you know, two or three vital weeks of training. And at this level, when you're making weight, you, know, you, just, you can't afford to do it. And Boxing's a dangerous enough sport you know, when you're 100%. So if JB's not 100%, he can't fight, especially with, with when you look at his future and what's out there for him. You don't make mistakes at this stage in your career. You don't go into fights when you're not 100%. So I spoke to him this morning, he's disappointed, but understands it's the sport and he'll rest up and then we'll go again.
5: Bwatsi's a perfectionist as well, so? Complete
8: perfectionist. I mean, you know, the amount of times with Bwatsi, I've tried to get him to look at fighting, you know, closer than he wanted to fight or he wants to have a rest. And he, the thing is with Josh is, he's a very intelligent individual. He understands his body, he knows the game. He will not fight unless he is 100%. Maybe not even 98%, you know? And I know that not all camps go well. Everybody has problems, but if he's missing training, which he has done, it's a complete non-starter. So, you know, he's at a stage in his career where, you know, to take two months to have a fight, you know, than he would have anticipated. Then, you know, who knows, but uh, I think, it's no no big deal for his career. Disappointing, but get well and then reschedule asap. There's
5: Been talk about uh, him and Bivol potentially fighting mm. next year, but the domestic fight we'd like to see is Anthony Yards.
8: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm guessing uh, Yards going to box in December. Uh, have heard everything. No? Or you could speak to your mate Tunde. um I'm guessing he'll box on the 20s. is it the show on the 21st that they're looking oh, at? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, straightforward fight. I'd love to look at Boatsy against Yard, I mean, even better with a world title, but I'd 100% be prepared to do that fight as a world title eliminator, you know, whatever it needs to be, because that is a brilliant fight. Two great domestic light heavyweights and uh, you know, Bo- Boatsy would be bang up for that fight. The Bivol fight, he needs the Caporello fights, he needs the Sullivan Barrera fights, he needs the Anthony Yard fights to get himself geared up for those. You know, when you look at the division and the, and the world champions, you've got Kovalev, you know, I think that's a fight that he would, you know, probably take now. It on
5: next it. week, Kovalev will Yeah, end. but
8: again, uh, and then, I'm talking about if he wasn't fighting Canelo, and then you've got Betabev, who's a monster. Bivol is also a monster, but maybe not, in a, in a different kind of style to Betabev.
9: Marcus Brown's
5: uh, looking for a fight.
8: Yeah, he's coming off a loss. Is he not fighting to John, John Pascal, Pascal? though, Isn't he? I think what they're rematch. Yeah, I believe so. Or Are no, it? they're fighting Jet. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Marcus Brown's a good fighter. He's a good fighter, Marcus Brown. I mean, I didn't expect him to yeah. lose to John Pascal, uh, nor did they. So, it, Josh has got time. You know, we've got to do things right, and he'll, you know, he will make sure that Josh is one of those fighters that doesn't need as much protecting from. the the process because he he knows what he wants to do so he listens to me he listens to you know Freddie he listens to Rob listens to AJ but also he knows his path and he trusts he trusts the process so he's gonna get all the opportunities to fight all those guys we just got to make sure he's healthy and ready
5: now you haven't been critical of Eubank Junior at all Mm. from what I heard from you I had the interview yesterday you said it's a really tough fight Mm. Fair play from taking it doesn't make sense, which I think most people would agree, but he's had a bit of a rant on Twitter.
8: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably was a bit critical. I probably was a bit critical of his team because all I said was like, I don't have a problem with a fight, it's a decent fight, but all I said was, is he he had a, his people negotiate a three-fight deal, right, hmm. for 2019. James DeGale, one more, and one more. He boxed in February, now he's boxing in December. He's boxing a guy that no one really knows, but he's a decent fighter, and I believe he'll beat Eubank. I've just, it probably out of frustration, because I really wanted to make Eubank against Billy Joe Saunders, or Eubank against Callum Smith. And he just, I saw his tweets, like, if they're such big names, put them in with each other. I said, yeah, I probably will. But would you not like to fight him for the world title? So he actually made a good point. He's like, uh, thank you for talking about me and promoting me. I was so close to replying. I was going to go with. I had two no context hands ready to go. <laughs> one was you cheeky little fucker, and the other one was yeah, nice one, mate, prick. Uh, so yeah, but uh, listen, I like Eubank, and uh, I think he's a good fighter. But I just don't think I, again, not going too deep. I just don't know what they're doing. So I hope he wins. I really do because I want to try and make those well, big he's fights. Got,
5: otherwise, you know? it flattens the whole fight. Yeah, from yeah, you I, know,
8: and I can know, flip.
9: know.
8: But um, I'm not criticizing yeah. him for taking a tough fight. I'm just saying. You're taking a tough fight against someone no one, you, even if you win, you're not going to get universal credit. You're going to get boxing credit, yes. but.
5: No, know. I agree, I agree. Uh, on no context, can I ask a quick one? Fur coat and no knickers, what the hell were you talking about?
8: Fur coat and no knickers is one of my old man's favorite sayings, and I love it as well. It's what you refer to someone who gives the impression that they're, they've got it, and underneath they ain't got fuck all on. You know? Who such a great. Lo- loads of people. Loads of people in this game. Mm. Fur coat, no knickers. So, yeah, we go rolling around, we're in the car. Yeah, the truth is, check the accounts. Do you know what I mean? Check the reality of the situation. Fur coat, no knickers is one of the great sayings of all time. And I think it's one that all these listeners should be using. To someone who thinks they've got it, walks around, might have a fancy car, realises it's on finance, you know, might lie about where they live. Fur coat, no knickers. <laughs>
5: Last one. Uh, I've got oh. tagged in this this morning. I don't know if you've seen it. You might want to explain the
8: zone bot tweets. I don't know if you've seen them. No. Uh, of course, Sir Edward. Oh, it's me. Is it? It's my fault. Uh, Sir Edward. <coughs> but
5: there's hundreds of these same tweets, basically asking to subscribe to the I zone. I
8: saw one from a journalist last night right. saying that, but I haven't seen any other ones. is paying off, paid 120 That's wrong though. It's not $120 a year, it's $99 a year. Right. So I very much doubt that's coming from Some, the zone if they're going to get the price wrong. <laughs> right. True, uh, yeah. but then
5: uh, what, like, why is there like loads of people putting the same tweet?
8: I've absolutely no idea.
5: Maybe I'll speak to DAZN about but it. But I don't
8: think they would tell the public that it's $120 a year when it's $99 a, a year. So.
5: Okay, at the end, roll on tomorrow night. All right, mate. Um, anything you want to add?
8: All good, mate. Is Joey called cool, Dino? Monaco Joe. But Tone's been waiting <laughs> for a Monaco fight for years, haven't you, Tone? Oh, he
9: she, loves that she, show. Since you treated me to the first one, oh, oh, I'd have no, sure come know. back. I know. Oh, right so so okay. Since I've him for pro, that's all he's mentioned. Monaco,
8: yeah, Monaco.
5: One of they're boys they're boys. on in Monaco this year, the guy. Oh, yeah, one more about Monaco. Who are we
8: looking at for him? No opponent yet, but it's not going to be... A Povekian, you know, he's just boxed Alexander Povetkin. We want to bring him back, get a good win against a good solid heavyweight and then come forward for big fights in 2020.
5: Kuzmin Zhang, the naughty one.
8: Really good fight. No. Do you know what? We announced that uh, Monaco card. It's a brilliant card, right? Besputin okay. against Butaev is an unbelievable fight. Zhang against Kuzmin is a really good heavyweight fight. Joe's fighting a yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good fight for his first fight at featherweight. Huey Fury, Cecilia Breakhouse fighting Bustos undisputed. Oh, fucking shoot Monaco. Mate, it's a banger. And by the way, it is the nuts out there as well. Black tie, Joey's going to bring all the boys from Cardiff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let them know it's black tie. They all they're come? Ending, only about 400 in total. Serious. Yeah. They'd it'd be, yeah. be in red tie yeah. Yeah. They're nice and cheap, Joe. Yeah? they're only about five grand each, so don't worry about it. Cheers Ed, all thank right, mate. you mate,
5: good man. I'm to so the MTK Global, joined by the Saint George Groves. Now, as always with you, I do a little bit of football first okay. for both Chelsea fans. How do you think Frank's getting on?
9: He's he's the man, Frank. Stand by him. I think that he's get he's get, working a fantastic situation where he could. He inherited a team that he couldn't do much about. Lots of young players are bringing the best out of. Um, might take a little bit of time before you know we, we were back challenging, but. Um, I I think there's no-one better now at the helm than Mr Lampard.
5: I think it's fair to say what he's got to work with and and no sign-ins. He's uh, fairly inexperienced in the game, he's done really well. A good result in Ajax the other night as well.
9: Yeah, yeah, definitely, and as you say, I'm only a football fan. Back
5: up, yeah. Carry on, George.
9: Yeah, I'd say I'm I'm that that football fan where I'm just a fan, not like boxing where I feel like I might know a little bit about the behind the scenes. But it seems like um, if you can get the respect to the players, which I feel who would not respect someone like Frank Lampard who did so much in the game and for a club like Chelsea. Um, You'd want to play for him, you want to do your best and he gets the best out of his young players right now and in the future when he's able to um, enhance the team with some signings, I hope that, long may he reign, you know, mm. and yeah, they're, they're they're playing well and there's uh, no one better for the job right now.
5: Okay, anyways, on to your main sport uh, <laughs> tomorrow night. Your man Josh Taylor, bids uh, to become unified, super lightweight world champion in an extremely good fight. Uh, many people know this is a 50-50 fight. Uh, I'm sure you're back, uh, backing your man Josh all the way.
3: Yeah, I
9: will back Josh, but it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, and I totally understand the 50-50 status. Um been looking for sort of chinks of armour in Progray, um since he's got over here, but he he hasn't really shown it. He's done an awful lot of media. He's been over for three weeks now. Do you think so that might have
5: sort of played a? That could play a factor, though. you might be. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I
9: I I would advise a fighter to do that. Um, save your energy, you know, save your energy and uh, it's the emotional element as well you, if you're continuing talking about a fight you know it can be a little bit exhausted uh, I think it's a big fight for everyone involved and Progre just enjoying himself right now coming over here and getting a lot of attention being part of a big fight uh, build up so um, but he's got he's got right up to fight week now we're a day away they both looking in tremendous shape um, there was a glitch on the scales where he was like less than an ounce or less than a point one or something over, but nothing. Just um, probably uh, weighed himself on his bathroom scales at his hotel this morning, and uh, they're never to be trusted. So um, no, they're um, they both looking in good in, in good shape. Um, so are you? Have you lost weight? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new haircut I would say, I don't know, um, I'm in the gym trying to do a bit, not concentrating on weight making which is good, good, good fun for me, but uh, no boxing training either. But, um, oh, I thought
5: I was going to ask you ask if you were making a d- return.
1: No, 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 no. no
9: uh, nothing as uh, silly as that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Seen uh, Chris Eubank Jr's little tweet to Eddie today, or was it last night?
9: No, I no. don't follow him on, on Twitter. Uh, you not? No, no, no. Uh, I'm not really on there that much either. He, um, I, sometimes I used to feel sorry for him, and then... So he's fighting Korob, obviously that's been announced, which is a, a tricky fight.
8: Well,
6: he's
9: having a digger Yeah, because Eddie kind yeah. of
5: wanted to make you bank Billy Joel, you bank Callum Smith, and he's taking a good fight uh, in terms of Korob, obviously. he's a good fighter, but... No one really knows him. I mean, if he wins, he's probably not going to get the credit, and there's a risk that he might lose. So, strange move.
9: Really is a strange move. I um, even if he's well past his sell-by day Korobov, he was an absolute phenomenal standout amateur in the back in the day. He's got tremendous ability, um, far more ability than Chris Eubanks ever had. But maybe there's no sign we, we don't winning off on the paper but just doesn't really seem like a, a, a logical fight
5: tricky southpaw like yeah
9: yeah i mean he, he's he's so commercially valuable uh eubank jr he can jump the queue on many fighters and walk straight into a world title fight i don't know why he doesn't fancy billy joe saunders fight you know their first fight was nothing in it he lost a split decision i know billy joe saunders likes to, <laughs> likes to <laughs> r- 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 run out with it um and uh, claim it to be something better than it was, but there was nothing in that fight. I thought he could have nicked it. I thought, in fact, I remember the time thinking he won. So uh, that seems like the easiest fight out there for him. When you look at the other super middleweights and even the other middleweight champions. Don't know why that fight, why well, he hasn't shown any more interest in it, but he hasn't, um, he's gone his own route, but he's been obviously really quiet since, since James Galway, which I think was January, so. February. February. Mm. So it's eight, eight months, eight months and, and not much. And now he's announced that, the tough sort of, I assume, mean, meaningless fight. No well, it's on the like undercard
5: for sure. uh, at the Barclays Centre of a Charlo fight, and it's the same night as Joshua Ruiz, so...
9: It's going to get lost, isn't it? I, I,
5: I, I don't know what the thinking is there. Mm. It's, it's strange, as you said, it's strange, because there's massive fights, you, know? you said he's such a big commercial, or has big commercial value, that the Billy Joe rematch, Callum Swift fight, it, they're big. In the yeah. So,
1: yeah,
9: yeah. yeah. I mean, Saunders is, 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 is a middleweight really, he's sort of floating around as super middleweight now, but he probably could make middle if he wanted to, if, if, a, if a Canelo fight came up and he had to make middle, I'm sure he would, so, you know, Eubank Jr is not the, hu- the biggest super middleweight, he might be looking at middleweight um, opponents or opponents who have spent a proportion of their career at middleweight, maybe that's why Cannon Smith fight's not appealing. He's a really big super middleweight, and there's a couple of other big super middleweights out there at the moment. Super middleweight sort of moved on, even since you know I was co- competed. Now the average super middleweight mm. is six foot two maybe. Because you, know? you were considered a big super middleweight at your time. Yeah, and then you got Smith now is, uh, six foot four. I think Benavidez is six foot three. I think. Um, I can't even think of the other, the other champions now. Um, obviously, Saunders is not 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 the biggest, no. but you've got um, Caleb Plant. I think Caleb. i Plant. I think he's got to be taller than me, six foot one, rangy. So the sport that sort of moves, they, they're like light like, heavyweights now and getting down to middleweight. So um, you yeah, know, you can't mess around with the divisions like you used to. Uh, I think I think Eubanks' career should be at middleweight, um, but who knows what
5: he wants to do. see how he gets on anyways. Maybe they've they've seen something or they've got a master plan. Is Al Heyman back in yeah. Who knows? All right, George, uh, thank you for your time on IFL here. Look forward to a cracking night, the O2. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up afterwards, right? Good man, thank you. Hi, um, Mohamed. IFL TV, MTK Global, joined by Mike Coppinger, always sporting the, the roll neck as usual. How are you, sir? <laughs> How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, Wanted to talk to you because uh, you did a list a while back of the most powerful companies, organisations within boxing. See, MTK was uh, a list, uh, uh, a company that you included in that list. Just explain uh, your reasons why MTK were in that list.
10: Getting, gathering a lot of the best talent in the sport right now, especially over in the UK. Tyson Fury, no one bigger than him, Billy Joe Saunders, Carl Frampton and a lot of good prospects too so and MTK does a great job for their clients and have a ton of influence so no brainer.
5: Mm. Apart from obviously the 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 massive names they've got as you mentioned Fury, Frampton, Billy Joe, any other reason? Obviously they have accumulated a lot of of Irish fighters, a lot of fighters from Kazakhstan as well Uh, so I'm sure that was uh, in your reasoning as well for putting them in the list.
10: Yeah great global outreach and just a ton of influence. When they say something goes, usually gets done. So
5: that's true. That's true. How far do you think the uh, the company can go? It's
10: definitely got a lot bigger in a short amount of time. So we'll see how you know they keep gathering with this kind of talent. Got um, yeah, there's plenty of UK talent still that they don't have. So they're on their way for sure.
5: Yeah. In America, uh, obviously you've got Deontay Wilder, uh, Tyson Fury's doing his thing out there as well. Who would you say is more well known, like? In America only?
10: Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury? Mm. Oh, I think Deontay Wilder for sure right now. Okay. But Tyson Fury is building his brand and going going to get a lot bigger with all the WWE appearances he's doing. He's wrestling in Saudi Arabia just in a few days, uh, WWE's crown jewel. So that should really strengthen his outreach in the US. So we'll see by the time we'll get to the fight. But right now, today, Deontay Wilder.
5: Because we hear this uh, thing that Wilder isn't really known in America.
10: Is, Is that a bit of a myth? Definitely, I mean Deontay Wilder is pretty well known, he has a he has over a million followers on Instagram and I mean he's not, LeBron James, like boxing not like it is in the UK, mm. boxing is not even one of the a most popular sports in the US. So is, if Deontay Wilder walks down the street, is he going to get mobbed? Probably not, but people do know who he is, especially anyone who's even familiar with boxing a little bit, but Canelo Alvarez is by far the biggest star in boxing in the US, Gosh. I mean active yeah. fighter, you know Mayweather
5: oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Canelo is going to come on to kind uh, Kovalev. Uh, when are you flying out for that?
10: Uh, I'm in London till Monday and I'll be in Vegas on Thursday. So that should be a great fight. I like Canelo Alvarez my knockout. I think Kovalev is nowhere near the level he was a couple of years ago when he was the top guy in 75 and one of the best guys pound for pound in the world. You saw that a guy in Anthony Yard who's really a novice had him punches away from being stopped. And if he had, I think if Anthony Yard was in better condition, he would have done it.
5: Okay. Be- better condition, how so?
10: I mean, he was completely gassed when he got knocked out later in the fight.
5: Well, he was told to empty the tank, wasn't he?
10: Yeah, so I yeah. mean, but usually, I mean, I think Yard, as he gets, um, becomes more mature, he'll probably be in better condition. I just don't think he had the gas tank at that point to really finish Kovalev off. But he, a lot of fighters would have.
5: Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, how do you think zone have done so far? It's been a, about a year, just over a year since they entered the market.
10: Definitely done well for being, like you said, just a year in in boxing right now. It takes a long time to get these things right, so definitely things they can improve on. But they're doing a lot of things well. They already have the best schedule for the fall out of all the three entities in the U.S., and it's a great price point. You, you pay like a hundred dollars a year and you get all the fights. So. Hard to complain with that, but the, you know, PBC still has the best roster by far, and I think top rank puts on the best events.
5: Right, okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for your time. Look forward to a cracking night at the O2. Looking forward to it. Thanks tomorrow. a lot. Also, in the comments, who sports a roll better, Eddie Hearn or Mike Coppinger? Let us know.
10: Eddie Hearn, yeah, we're going to see. Are you saying Eddie doesn't I'm not saying no, Eddie Hearn, I was going to say he has more experience doing it. He's the more experienced guy, but I'd be giving it a different look now.
5: We'll find that in the comments, what people think. Cheers, Mike. Good man. Thank you.